You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddy Korea. Hey everybody, this is Freddy and we are back. Thank you for tuning in once again to Thanks for the Invite podcast. This is a swap cast with Lizzie Korea from Antisocial Butterfly. And this is regarding our trip to Utah. We needed a little getaway and we got to leave the city for three or four days went to go see one of our favorite comics mark norman and it was a lot of fun so this was a fun experience we got to talk about our trip and some stories that happened we also got to see my brother which was great i have not seen my brother he lives in provo utah so that was great got to see him and the family we have several episodes lined up for you for this month and june as well we have uh, about three or four pre-recorded ready to go one is with our friend from canada alisa harder from the bombastic podcast that's going to be a three-way podcast it's a lot of fun my buddy ian burford's on it as well lizzie and another one with our buddy spiro returning to the show comedian spiro Ciavelli's and uh what else what else oh i did a podcast with sammy solorio when i went up to reno a couple weeks ago just a quick one with george pastor toon so we didn't get to finish it completely we were we did it on the way to a theater and then we didn't get to finish it so i still need to record the second part and sammy and i are going to schedule that he's been really busy he just had a baby congratulations to sammy his second baby him and his wife jamie a beautiful baby boy and um so we're gonna schedule that so we could get that taken care of soon and it should be out in a few weeks but without a further without for what a further without any further ado with without a further i don't know here is the new episode with lizzie korea and uh our Mark Mormon story. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We had a blast on this trip. You got to get your ass to Utah. If you've never been out there, it's a beautiful state. I've only been out there two times, but we definitely want to go back more often. It's so beautiful. We got to, there's so much to explore as well. If you like doing outdoor stuff, it's definitely a place you want to go. So enjoy this episode, my friends. Please also subscribe to Lizzie's Antisocial Butterfly Podcast. You can find it on anywhere where you listen to podcasts. She's also on Anchor. So enjoy, my friends, and have an awesome week. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Owie. No, it's not even a Mormon church. It says Baptist. It looks like a Mormon church. Oh, haha. So, no. So Freddie and I have a game Anytime we're in Utah That if we see a Mormon church We either Punch (laughs) Or what you do You pinch I've been pinching You've been pinching me Whoa, look at these houses on On 
red rock on red rocks so pretty we are passing st george on our way returning back home to las vegas after a beautiful weekend we've been here since wednesday wednesday night yeah we drove out wednesday night a little three four day weekend visited the beautiful i'll say city state of utah yeah We're, we live so close to it um five six hours away and last time we came out i think it was maybe i think it was three years ago when i did that show with uh steve ah uh, yes steve McAnally. yeah steve McAnally. but we didn't really explore much um you know we just came for the show my brother took us to the temple salt lake city last time and yeah utah is so gorgeous and if you have not checked it out and you like hiking you like outdoors if you're an outdoor person you're gonna love utah whether it be in the summer or in the winter utah is the place to be they have it snows there so if you like snowboarding skiing have lakes lakes yeah and hiking trails beautiful hiking trails yeah so we drove out wednesday night we're like let's just drive out so we can check in we rented a kind of like an Airbnb. This company called Casa, right? Yes, Casa, Casa Hotel or Casa, just Casa. I think they just buy or they they, they buy a block of rooms in a apartment complex, and it's just like an Airbnb. They take care of it. And they provide everything for you. We had K cups, um, silverware, everything. Yeah, this room was really nice. Uh, it reminded me of New York the airbnb place Tiny little, like, studio slash one bedroom yeah much smaller but it was very convenient where it was located right next or very close to wise guy comedy club it had a beautiful balcony we could take our dog there which we you know we brought mj with us so that was super fun traveling with him and the location, like I said, was awesome. We stayed right in downtown. The location where we stayed was nearby a park, right in front of a park. And it was just an amazing location that we were able to find. Beautiful little park across the street with a little dog run. That was nice. And so when we're driving out to um, Salt Lake, you hear MJ snoring in the back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were driving, I think it was like midnight, we stopped at a gas station and I go inside with my mask and the customers are not wearing a mask, the cashier's not wearing a mask. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did I just time travel and the pandemic's over? I didn't know what was like, like uh, happening. I'm like, am, am I wrong for wearing a mask? What, what's happening? And I, I remember I came outside and I told you, I'm like, hey, nobody's wearing a mask in there. Are they just rebels? And I Googled it. And sure enough, I guess the mandate was taken off um, just a few, like, what, what date are we April on right 10th? Now? Did you say April 10th? Yeah. May, like a week or two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the mandate statewide, it was lifted 
it's not mandatory to wear a mask unless the private company that you're in the building like let's say you go to walmart and they they say the policy is yes you still have to wear a mask then you have to because it's a private property right yeah but outside walking around none of that you don't have no one can tell you hey why aren't you wearing a mask because it's not a mandate anymore from the government or the state government right yeah that was super interesting to see yeah you come out on the way over here uh, on that gas station like babe there's they're not wearing a mask i'm like what do you mean they're not wearing a mask yeah uh and yeah then you said the mandate you looked it up it's like you know lifted i'm like what that's gonna be so different and weird yeah seeing that uh but yeah even on the way back right now there was one gas station (laughs) bless you excuse me God bless you. Let me make sure it's still recording. Um, on the way back, what was it? On the way back, this gas station, nobody, not oh, just yeah. half, no, nobody had a mask. On the one that we just went to? Yeah. Oh. So, Utah, you exposed me to that first taste of now what... I'm sneezing because of that. <laughs> <laughs> of what it may look like here in Nevada... Uh, you know, coming with the mandate being removed, who knows when. Yeah. Um, I first heard of Texas. I think Texas was the first state to lift it, I think, a month ago. And Florida is one of them, too. Florida is one of them? Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe Florida never even had it mandated. That's true. (laughs) But I know, before we jump ahead to the UFC, but they just jumped, they just had the first uh, full... uh, capacity right oh yeah 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 the first it wasn't 50 percent. nothing no it was 100 percent capacity i believe yeah the first event sports event so just more and more we're seeing and being exposed to back to norm back to some normal. sort of norm normalcy 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 norm i don't even know i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna try i did well i did but i'm not even gonna pretend like i know what but, <laughs> but yeah it's so I thought that was pretty cool of Utah. Yeah, Utah. Utah is uh, rebels. Not rebels, but I would think Vegas would be first the mandate over Utah. Why is that? Oh, because Sin City or whatever. No, it all depends on the government. I think Utah is more conservative. Well, that's what I would think. They would be more conservative, more safe. They would want to... Oh, no, no, no. You got it backwards. The conservative people are the ones that hate masks. Those are like the... Like all the Trumpers, the Republicans, they're the ones that are against the masks. They're saying that it's not even a big deal. Like, it's all... This world is backwards right now. See, the conservatives are like the rebels right now. You know? Like, back in the day when I was growing up, the conservative people, the Republicans... They're the ones that were, like, politically correct. You couldn't say the wrong thing because you could get in trouble and you would get fired. Like, when Bill Maher got fired back in the days um, from his show on ABC, he said something about Muslims and the conservatives went after him. Now, who's the people that are canceling everybody? It's the left. It's the liberals. So, it's everything's so backwards. So, like, Nevada, Governor Sisolak, he's a Democrat. So, they're more for mask and and more being cautious and everything. Now the 
the local government, which is the mayor, she's a Republican. Gotcha. Okay. That's why she was telling Anderson Cooper, we need to open up. Yeah. You know, let's this- let's try to be the test pig, guinea pigs or whatever she said. Yeah, this is how much I don't know about politics. <laughs> but, um... Which thank is you good. For schooling or or <laughs> educating those listeners too that are like me and don't really care <laughs> much for politics. But good to know that that's where Utah and Nevada side. Well, <laughs> now I know where they yeah. where Utah is on on that. Regard. Well, they're heavy on Mormonism, right? Obviously. Yeah. Mormonism, they they're like you know they tend to always lean to the right, which is conservative, just like a Baptist Pentecostal church, you know. They're usually going to lean towards the right. That's why the conservatives always get the religious vote for the most part. Yeah, and well, and wise guys when we went there, they didn't. They they still had the man. Well, not the mandate, but they required. Yeah, and it's it's just like they're just. I think they're just playing, playing it safe. Yeah. So people don't get freaked out, and people still come out. But it's just like any restaurant right now, and and places where people may live as soon as you sit down you could take the mask off right yeah and when we stayed in the casa airbnb the people who actually live there half of them i saw with masks half of them i didn't yeah when there was a sign that i saw as in the complex that said make sure you have your mask on but mm-hmm. even the people that live in utah you could just see half of them um are still wearing it even with their state not requiring it and then still people i mean yes like you said it's dependent <coughs> on the business but i guess when it's not required you're still seeing people with with it on in utah which is i think going to be with everywhere no matter you know if they say it's not required you're still going to have those people that are very worried concerned um me for example I feel like I'm going to be one of those that's going to still wear it for a, a while until maybe I see a lot of people or more people <coughs> not using it. Yeah, I think as soon as Nevada lifts it, I think it'll, it'll be a, a week. You'll be good in a week, Ben. Yeah. Because I remember I would tell you, you don't have to wear them. I would go into the gas station. I was always the first one. And I'd be like, no one's wearing a mask there. You don't have to wear it. And you still wear it. Yeah, I would still wear and it. And I think the last time you didn't wear it. That, and then and it feels so weird and this is just so crazy to how me how did it feel it felt what kind of weird i feel like i was doing something uh <laughs> wrong and then that like i was still gonna get these looks even though they're not wearing it but I, that like yeah some people were gonna judge you if if you're not wearing it yeah uh, yeah and then or it, like a thought like is it too soon like why am i just because people are people have decided to do it why are you gonna do it like it was kind of that thing in my head like are you just doing it because everyone else is doing it which yeah yeah <laughs> so then in my head is like well then what in where in your head is the safety regard there yeah well let's talk a little bit about why we came out um you know so it's it's been a, a over a year for you that you haven't left the city you've been working from home you haven't left vegas I I've, I've, I've left i've gone to uh reno how many times i think maybe once actually. i think once when you dropped your mom off yeah back last year but i feel like you've been more stuck you know you've been working from home so you hardly ever went out especially when the pandem- pandemic first started 
you know, I was mostly the one that would go to the store. Oh, right. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you would go to the store more. And you and my mom would wipe down the two liter bottles. Remember, you, we were all disinfected. <laughs> it's such a weird world we lived in one year ago, right? Oh, my gosh. We wiped down our, our groceries. And, the, and also the, uh, the packages. The packages, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would leave my shoes and... and and undress in the entrance, remember? Oh, yeah, you wouldn't greet us. Like, I would, like if I was, I just came from a nuclear waste location. I have to like, I don't want to bring in the, you know, um, radiation into the house. Yeah, there was a process you had before we could see, like fully shower. greet each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so great after being cooped up in, in the house, which, Although it, it would, you know, saying that it, it, out loud, it, it, it does suck. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't hit me as hard, I guess, as others would. Like, you know, with being separated or alone. Um, but regardless of that matter, uh, I still, it was an amazing trip just to get away from Vegas and just to fully just love to do what we used to love to do road tripping uh hearing podcasts on the way there checking out new places to eat um just the funness of of going on a vacation (coughs) and we took turns like usually we take turns like i'll listen to something i like and then we'll listen to something you like or we'll mix it with some music i miss doing that remember like back in the day we would listen to like your mom's house that was our tradition Oh, yeah. We didn't do it this time. We should listen to some of that. But we, will. we still listen to some good podcasts. My favorite, Murder. We listen to some videos on scripting your future. Like, like uh, kind of like the law of vibration. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Some really positive stuff. So that was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I think people in Utah are really nice. I think part of it is because of the you know the religious aspect because even you mentioned you don't just see a lot of mormon churches you see a lot of all kinds of churches it's like a hub for a religion even though mormon is the main dominant one right yeah i noticed when we were driving around or i was being aware to you know buildings and 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 whether there was a mormon or i was trying to figure out what religion it was and a lot of churches yeah, I, I think as I became more aware, I started noticing, oh, well, there's not just Mormon, there's just, a, a, it was Christian, Catholic, um, but just a variety. It was not just Mormon that I would see, but more, more churches, more Christian, more Catholic churches than, than ever before in a block, as yeah. opposed to, you know, you have the same variety in Vegas, but I would see it more pop up, yeah. like in every block. More condensed. More condensed, yeah. So I don't know if the people, the culture, it, they're, they're kind of like it reminds me of Colorado Colorado people are really nice at least the, our experience in Denver you know Denver Colorado yeah but people in Utah they seem to be really nice very kind um, except when they're driving like oh. the drivers are just fucking horrible as soon as they get in their car I think they turn into assholes they're like fuck this fuck religion fuck you that's like the only time they could be mean I'm gonna drive their car. <laughs> yeah yeah that's their only pass their hall pass to be a fucking asshole because yeah. they, they start driving the speed limit in the freeway in the city it's 70 everybody's going 80 85 yeah right now 
well we're going through a curvy road but usually it's 80 on yeah. to like so, traveling you from utah to so everybody's Vegas. driving 90 95 people are speeding because there's a lot of straight roads and i i'm just not used to that first of all i'm a slow driver i even got us a bumper sticker that says baby on board so so people think that there's a baby in the car and they don't drive crazy like tailgate us because i've noticed that it's helped us a lot it, it kind of it's a deterrent and it makes people just switch lanes they don't even fucking flash the lights they don't you know it's like i'm not gonna be an asshole to this person your niece by the way uh kelani yeah she's like auntie what is this sticker? The baby on oh, board. She, she, she knows yeah, that. she's like, that's funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's for your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I drive the speed limit or slower. <laughs> yeah, but I told Kalani, I'm like, it doesn't seem to work out here in Utah, though. <laughs> no, people don't. They're like, everybody has babies, you asshole. Fuck that you. That's true, right? That doesn't even apply here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, oh. we don't. You don't need to have that on your windshield. Or your bumper sticker. Everybody has babies. You fuck them. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. How did you like Wise Guys Comedy Club overall as as compared to all the other comedy clubs that you've been to? Well, I got to say, I was really impressed. Um, I really like the location. It's right in downtown. We're like a block and a half away from there with our Airbnb keep calling airbnb i'm just gonna it's go. called airbnb yeah oh uh, we're like a block and a half um we only had to cross like one block of homeless people <laughs> like that's where there's camps here there's shelters it's like 10 city uh a block away but um other than that it, it's it's a nice location to have one of our favorite restaurants in vegas called skinny fats mm. i was i had no idea there was one in utah apparently you knew yeah uh but it's inside of so it's this like outdoor mall. It reminds me of Town Square. So it's it's, it's a perfect location uh, for wise guys, and they're running the city. They have I think multiple clubs throughout the the whole uh, Utah area. They're gonna open one up in Vegas soon. So as soon as I walked in, I'm like, this is a cool comedy club. It reminds me of like it gave me improv vibes. I've only been to like three improvs, I would say. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it does, the setup kind of reminds me of an improv. It has, you know, obviously the pictures. Of, I've always liked that comedy clubs do that. Like, like the headshots? Yeah, the yeah. headshots of yeah. just comedians from when comedy, you know, comedy started all the way till now, present yeah. day. And they yeah. have all the headshots of all, all the comedians. Even comics that probably never performed there. It's still nice because it's, it's like memorabilia. Yeah. Memorabilia? Memorabilia. No. Memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah, it's because... I don't think Ronnie Dangerfield ever performed that Wise Guys. I don't know if Wise Guys existed yet. Maybe. I could be wrong. But they have headshots of him, Lenny Bruce, you know, like a lot of cool uh, history in comedy. If you're a comedy fan, you know. So I, I love that. And they, they have flyers and posters of past comics. I saw Joey Diaz poster. I took a picture in front of that. Um, the lounge was so nice. Also in the entrance, it has a bar. A lounge, a little stage. Yeah, that little stage right before you get into the main room. It's uh, a nice little section just in itself there. Yeah, for open comedy nights, smaller event or you know smaller crowd nights. Yeah, well, LA Comedy Club is going to eventually have similar stuff to that. Oh, really? Yeah, from the talks I've had, 
you know, here and there, you know, but yeah, it's going to have a, it's going to have a little mini stage, like in the lounge area, so that's going to be pretty cool, I'm looking forward to the new uh, location, or venue, or room, I can't really speak too much on it, but there's, there's some big things coming for LA Comedy Club, looking forward to that, so this, this inspired me, I'm like, this is pretty cool, you know, um, and then you walk into the big room, and that's where it gives me improv vibes. It reminds me of an improv. The so way it's the, a good size, huh, room? Good size, yeah. It's like a rectangle, and the stage is kind of like in the middle of the, you know, the rectangle. So it's 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 spread out like an auditorium. It's so nice. Yeah, you get served food too. You can oh, eat yeah. there. Everyone has their own little table right in front. Everybody has a table in front, which is nice. Like a nice little bar tables it's so cool yeah and i like where they sat us yeah I we had a good spot on the side i mean the Stage person left. that sat in front of us wasn't that nice and made yeah made a little show for us there too but the prices too on the um notice the prices you were like oh no it's cool like there's no minimum first of all like in california or new york go to a comedy club there's always a two drink minimum or something not here it was a ch your choice if you wanted how many drinks you wanted to have but um and I the prices too <laughs> yeah because you're like no I, that's cool I don't, you know uh, i'm like no babe look at the prices you're like babe they're like get the whole menu if you want <laughs> yeah, like, the beer's like three four bucks in vegas you'd be paying twelve dollars for that um like at a bar somewhere in vegas not at la comedy club the, the drinks are cheap there actually so that's another good reason to go to LA Comedy Club, located at the Strat. <laughs> <coughs> but um, yeah, it, it, the prices were good, the drinks were good. You know, I, I, I personally, I've always liked to have a girly drink at a comedy. If I'm not performing and I'm just enjoying the show, I'll have me a daiquiri, a strawberry daiquiri. They didn't have that here, but it's funny I asked the waitress. <coughs> what no wonder I, you're a fruity drink. I'm like, I don't normally order for yeah. fruity drinks. And I'm like, I like, you should get one. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, sure. I'm like, what kind of like fruity drinks do you have? And she's like, oh, well, we have this and this. I'm like, oh. And I looked at him like, you should get that one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. Then I got me a mojito. I like mojitos. I ended up drinking your drinks. Anyway, well, you got the mojito, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not too much of a fruity drink person yeah, you're not you're not like i like pina coladas but that's only one like i don't like a lot of maybe because of the sugar that's why yeah you don't really like i think it takes away from the alcohol yeah yeah i kind of i think it's more of a memory lane for me nostalgia nostalgia yeah because when i worked at silver legacy as a food server uh, when I was barely allowed to drink, you know, started, you know, at 21, when I would go down to LA, or not LA Comic Club, at the Catch a Rising Star, I would ask for, like, be oh, 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 let me back up. When I was a food server, the bartender there, he would make me some cocktail. I would drink on the job. A lot, a lot of food servers would drink. You know, kind of like at a comedy club, the bartender, the whole staff is drinking. Yeah. So they would make us sometimes a martini or some kind of mixed drink. And, and the first time, I didn't know what a strawberry daiquiri was, but he's like, you want a blended drink? I'm like, okay, sure. I didn't know shit about drinking. 
and I loved it. I was like, oh, this tastes like a fucking uh, uh, a Slurpee with alcohol. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and the whipped cream on top, like, so it became one of my favorite drinks. So I was like, when I would go down to the comedy club at Catch a Rising Star, I would always order something like that. And that's kind of my tradition. Look at these mountains. I know, they're so nice. We're going in between some canyons right now. We're in the Arizona side now. About to get back into Nevada. It's like we get out of Utah for a little bit. Get into Arizona mm -hmm. and then get into Nevada. Yeah. So yeah, I, I went with the girly drink. I went with the mojito. Some would say that's not really a girly drink, but you know, I'm usually a IPA, you know, something very like a dark beer, Guinness or hard liquor. So I like to take a break from that every once in a while, you know. Yeah, that is a girly drink for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to go back to the part about the person that sat in front of us before the show started, we're kind of, you know, like when you're in a new city or you're in a new place, sometimes you look at people and you see people that look like friends of yours or, <laughs> or, or people you know of, like celebrities. So right away you spotted one guy and you're like, hey, isn't that the guy that has a podcast with Mark Norman? Oh, yeah. And I was looking at this guy that looked like Joe List. I'm like, no, no, that's not what you're like. No, no, not the guy with glasses. Look at those caves. I know. That's freaking me out. There's like caves in this fucking canyon. We didn't see this on the way over there. I know, it was dark. pitch black. Yeah. This is crazy. This is really nice. I wish we were doing a video podcast. I know. <laughs> As we're like, it looks like craters. Like Yeah, it really looks like they just carved the road in between a canyon, huh? Like, it reminds me of Star Wars, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's all, like, rocks. Like, those little gobble, those little goblins called, the one that they like to steal stuff? Oh, the what, sand people? Oh, sand people. Yeah. That's, that's what it reminds me of. Like, yeah. they're coming, like, the, their house. So you're like, no, no, the other guy, he has a pocket. I'm like, oh, Sam Morrill. Yeah, and I look like him. Literally, it was a, a, what, it was a party of four or five friends. Yeah. One of them looked like Joe List. <laughs> the glasses, nerdy, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, there was a guy that had the big bushy eyebrows, Jew looking like Sam Rill. It was just hilarious. I wish I would have taken a picture with them. Um, and they were there to see Mark Norman. It's so funny. Um, so yeah, we, it was a good excuse to get out of the city and uh, get the tickets for Mark Norman. We've never seen him before. We've never seen him. The tickets were really a great price. Uh -huh. We got to visit a, an area in Utah that we've really never stayed in or explored before yeah. we got to bring mj our one of our babies with us yeah. uh and that was like all, just that no matter where we went but to travel with one of our doggies is something i wanted to do with you for last year or this year like, i always want to you make do that yeah, now that we've done it, I want to make it like an annual thing. Yeah. Like that we do a get a little getaway, rent a little, you know, area where they let dogs stay and travel with them. It's 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 just, it's so amazing. I, I love doing that. So that was just an amazing experience. The, the first time experience, well, not a first time, but we had not done that in such a, such a while. And wise guys checking out a new comedy club is always fun for for both of us. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm a hogging. I'm hogging all the microphone here. 
No, you gotta keep it in the middle. I know, I'm hogging the microphone. <clears throat> um, you're doing a solo cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Um, let's talk about that individual up front. <laughs> the annoying individual. So, I, um, you know how we named Joe List, Mark Norm, or Samuro. Yeah. So there was this fat dude. Like two rows in front of us, we're kind of like in a balcony-looking area where it's a little lifted from the regular floor. <clears throat> and this guy looked like, to me, I, I, you know, since we're giving names to people, like that guy looks like a uh, little fat Jay Okerson. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So he kind of looked like big Jay Okerson, but like, so I was calling him fat Jay Okerson. And right away from the beginning, we knew he was going to be trouble. Tell him. Yeah, he just starts talking loud. You know, you could just tell he was just making a, um, making a scene. I hate when people talk louder than they need to. Nobody needs to hear your conversation. And mm-hmm. we were not right directly behind him. And yet I could hear what he's telling his his yeah. friend. So, right, this is all in the beginning of the show. And we're I'm like, like oh, man. We're feet away from him. We yeah. Could, we could hear their conversation. Yeah. And so, as, yeah, as soon as the first comedian goes up, he's just laughing and making these comments. And he does it with oh, every single... Every other word he'll, that triggers comedian. him. He'll yell out the word that the comedian um, will say. And it just is something that triggers him. And I've seen it. we all seen it in comedy clubs. When somebody shows up super drunk... They're, at that point, where they're a little belligerent, yeah. they're not really paying attention to the material anymore. At this point, they're like, they're just, they think they're just partying. They're just doing the whole, woo, yeah, that's right, you know, stuff like that. And then, Mormon church. Oh, I just punched Freddy on where? the left. What? That's a Mormon church. Why is there a Mormon church and there's no houses around here? Oh, uh, there's houses. Uh, yeah, there is. A lot of trailers. Yeah. A lot of RVs. This is probably like the. Got him. Yeah, he got me. So yeah, this guy was just annoying. Just he was yelling Mormon Church. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Well, you know why he was doing that, right? Because every comedian that went up was talking about Mormon being a Mormon. Oh, let's get into and, that in a little bit. And the struggles of that, and. Well, let, let's get into that one in a little bit. But let's 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 talk about this heckler guy though. So the heckler, he keeps talking, and before we got there, we mentioned I mentioned on the video that I put on Instagram was if anybody was gonna be talking or heckling, you know, or, or recording video, I was gonna snitch on them. I already like I had this feeling in me, like I'm like every time I go see someone I'm a fan of, I'm there to enjoy the show, but it really distracts me if there's people doing what this guy was doing. So I was ready to snitch. Because I did it during the Seinfeld show. When you bought me tickets to go see Seinfeld, I I noticed these girls were doing the same thing. They were sitting by me. There was like a group of three or four friends. And they were all like super fans of Jerry, but I could tell they were really drunk. Yeah. And they were fans of the show because they're like, so what's your favorite episode? And I could tell they're real legit fans. But not legit fans to pay attention. They were just like, probably never been to Vegas. They went out there as an excuse to see Seinfeld. And they were just 
heckling and annoying and and i was sitting in a you bought me one ticket because yeah. the ticket was so expensive you just <laughs> bought me a ticket while you walked around in the mall Aww. which i really appreciate it was thank you like thank you you know that was very nice of you babe. um this is what seven years ago eight yeah, years ago maybe something like that i went to snitch on them i couldn't take it i'm like i'm not gonna enjoy seinfeld while these ladies are fucking just yep that's right <laughs> and then they start talking amongst themselves oh i hate that like they'll like if the comedian says something that and then they're like oh remember jerry you know like yeah so cool. i went to snitch and the security at the caesar's coliseum in vegas he's like where are you sitting at i'm like over there over there okay and jerry was about to come on stage so i'm like fuck i'm gonna miss jerry now and then he comes back and he's like all right sir come with me i'm like what the fuck am i in trouble because he went he said he was gonna go talk to them and uh but i was like please don't just don't tell him it was me though <laughs> you know i was being a pussy is that what you told him i, I don't think i said please don't oh. i think i just said hey is it cool just don't mention who it was i was just like <laughs> like if somebody somebody had just like called the cops on the neighbor like hey uh this person's being really loud but don't mention you know when they ask okay what's your address what's your phone number Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to remain anonymous. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, the guy comes back and tells me to follow him. And and then he takes me into this, you know, we go, we walk around quite a bit. And then he opens his door and he's like, um, here, we're just going to put you uh, on a better seat just to get you away from them because there might be trouble throughout the show. <laughs> and we might have to talk to him again, but just for your convenience because I was by myself. It turns out they sat me. They took me to a VIP val- balcony. Yeah, so cool. The 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 it was like uh, rocker chairs, you know, not recliners, but like rocker chairs. And I was literally right on top of Jerry. That's I could so see him. Awesome. It was a great view. There was a handicapped lady and her husband sitting probably like seven seats away from me. I was like your own little area there. Yeah, empty seats all around me. I'm like fuck yeah, snitching does pay off. You know, that's why I've always been like at comedy shows. I'm all about the snitching. You talk, I will fucking tell on you, bitch. (laughs) You don't go to a comedy show to talk. This is not the place where you go party. You know, just to bring it back a little bit to just a flashback to Catch a Rising Star. Before I started doing comedy, remember we went with our friends to go see James Coff at Catch a Rising Star? And these uh, girls we used to hang out with, mm. they were doing that. They were heckling, and, and I was so embarrassed. Yes. Because they were just talking and talking to each other. They had to come and talk to them and tell them to shut up. That's it's, that's the kind of fucking annoyance I hate. I, I don't like that, you know, especially now that I do comedy. So, anyway, Mark Norman gets up, Fat Jay Okerson, he's doing that thing. And and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to put up with this. I told you, I'm like, I'm going to go to the restroom. Immediately, I went to go tell the security guard. Um, I'm like, hey, man, you see those guys over there? Okay, well, not those guys, but the guys next to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy over there, he's talking. He's being loud. Everybody around him keeps turning around. And he keeps pulling out his phone because he was. He was texting. Yeah, his, he was. His phone was fully bright. His screen was super bright. And... 
and, and it's like, what the hell? Like, come on, dude, you're distracting everybody, dude. And at one point, Mark Norman even addressed him, didn't he? Yeah, he said um, something about building a, a wall around him. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. needs to build a wall around him. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was laughing. I think everybody clapped. It was everybody was noticing himself how stupid he was behaving. Well, security comes over and talks to him and tells him to calm down, blah, blah, blah. They talk for a little while, and I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of this shit. That's, I snapped the picture while Mark Norman's on stage. You can see security leaning over, and um, eventually I posted that picture and, and tagged Mark Norman. Mark Norman, I, I, I said on the little story on Instagram that I snitched, and... Uh, and Mark Norman retweeted it or reshared it and said thank you. Well, sure enough, the security guard saw it, and then he tagged me and said, "Hey, just so you know, at Wise Guys, we don't allow heckling or taking photography." <laughs> <laughs> so so he's like, "I'm coming after you next." Yeah, and he was joking. He followed me on Instagram, and I followed him back. Turns out he's a comic, and that makes sense. It's like the comedy store. Everybody that works there is a comic, you know. Yeah. Most of the time. So, the, like, the whole staff. Welcome so. to Nevada. Oh, shit. We're in Nevada now. We just got a notification that we have arrived in Nevada. This is Mesquite. Battleborn State. Yeah. This is Mesquite. The, come explore one time. The driest state in the United States. Are, is that right? It is because I thought it was Utah. Yeah? Well... No, I didn't think it was Utah. I just didn't think we were the t number one. Nevada is the driest state? Yeah. Where'd you get that? It was a uh, trivia that my manager did in a meeting. And we all guessed. Arizona. That was one that people thought too. Oh, wow. But no, Nevada. Wow. Makes sense because ever since moving out here, my skin is super dry. Super, super, super dry. Yeah. Um, so the heckler, you took we took care of him. Well, oh, well the security guard. So yeah, I, I mentioned he was a comic, right? Right. So it makes more sense now because after he talked to him, he didn't just leave him alone. He he kept his eye on him. He kept his eye. And he had to go back at one point. He did. Um, I overheard that heckler tell him, "Oh, what? I can't laugh." And oh, the guy yeah. didn't even like entertain his comment he just walked away like he yeah. knew like i'm not gonna argue with you dude like yeah. you were just yeah. to that point of drunk where having a back and forth conversation is there's no point yeah there's no point you can't really reason with somebody exactly it just gets to the point where you're like okay you gotta go bro yeah um well it turns out that the the, the guy was talking to his, his guy friend and they had two chicks that showed up a little bit later to, like to the show they showed up late i don't know what the fuck they were doing where where were they at they showed up late to the show and they show up right around the time when it's time to pay the check and now they're having the whole check discussion they're talking amongst each other are they going to split the check it's just chaos and we're seeing this right in front of us even though the seats are great we were right by the you know four or five rows away from the stage but it's like now you have to deal with all this drama and they're they're getting loud it gets to the point where I think the fat Jay Okerson's girlfriend. Um, yeah, it seemed like they were arguing. Yeah, she got fed Some up. Some drama happened, yeah. and then she walked off pissed, and then he walked off, and then yeah. before he leaves, he talks to the uh, security. Yeah. Um, 
tries to like I don't know. I think be he cool said, with "Good him. job, man. You're doing a great job." Like, get out he of shook here. his hand. Yeah, and he finally left. And I'm making it sound like it was during the whole show, but no, it was probably like the first. I don't know what twenty minutes because they start they dropped the checks twenty minutes into his act. Mark Norman did about fifty. 50 yeah, minutes. I mean, it was a good chunk of the show because I mean, not a good yeah. Yeah, maybe because the first it was half. All of the prior comedians plus yeah. a bit of oh, Mark yeah, Norman yeah. set. Yeah, you're right. And, and they dropped the check with Mark Norman like probably thirty minutes before he finished. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but we got to enjoy a good section of none of that bullshit, you know. And it was just pure stand up. Mark Norman coming out there just ripping it. Amazing joke writer. Sorry, your arm hurts, man. Oh, it's okay. But um, what what you think of Mark Norman before we get into the other comics? Uh, I thought he was great. I thought he how he writes jokes is very original. Yeah. The kind of stuff he talks about is is very original, and how he uses a topic and then combines it to another theme but makes them uh have an equal like an equality about them like you would think of these two things being totally opposites and having no similarities mm-hmm. but he brings them together in a unique way and yeah. i think he's great at that and that's what i've i observed and I, he's also really uh he takes risks because the stuff that he Oh, he'll get edgy. Yeah. Edgy, yeah. There you go. He's very edgy. But clever. Yeah, I it's overall like not, I not, it. Not like low hanging fruit, easy jokes. No, no. It's like, it's edgy. Some of it could be like a little racial, but it's at the same time it's very smart, clever. It's not easy. Just you know, boom, boom. You know, I I don't want to get into like that description of low-hanging fruit but i think most people would understand what i mean by that just the the easy hacky you know you know like the hacky racial stuff he's not that yeah he, he does some racial stuff but it's clever it's really good well it's, he could have speaking of easy you know being in utah he could have oh yeah used his whole set to connect with them and talk about Mormon mormons stuff. yeah that's my observation and yours we that's one thing we talked about right yeah i wanted to not i wanted to get rid of the heckler section first because I did want to talk about this, but I'm glad you brought it up. That's that's good. Yeah, the the heckler, you know, they they're gonna be there. Um, I mean, every show you might get them. But yeah. With this one, we did not want to have them interfere with our with our show. Do you think? Do you think it's with, or the show? Should I say not our show? Well, the show we bought tickets for. We want right. to enjoy your show. The long ways to see Mark Norman. We yeah. just wanted to ha- enjoy it. I don't want to see this fat piece of shit just talk. And even his friend, after he left, his friend was quiet the whole time. It was him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was just him talking his ear off. Like this guy did some cocaine or something. It's like I. That's one of the things. I. It's so annoying. People that do cocaine. Stay with your cocaine friends. Don't go to parties with people that don't do cocaine. You should just stick with people with cocaine. Because <laughs> you're going to annoy the fuck out of everybody else. And I don't know if this guy was on cocaine, but I've experienced people like him before. Yeah. It was fucking horrendous. Yeah, it was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, but he left, and then the rest of the time... I mean, even before that, it, it was it was good. He was just, I would just have to, like, 
ignore him for I was judging him I was like how did this guy survive COVID like when you see fat people like that and I know I'm fashion I'm being very disrespectful but <clears throat> when you're that fat and and that shitty of a human being why are you like how did you survive it how did you make it past COVID and you got all these good people dying that's messed up I'm gonna edit this part <laughs> his no belly edits. was showing he was just a disgusting human being yeah no consideration of anybody else around him no no he had no regard for anybody yeah and so when Mark Norman when the, the show um and ended we were chilling out well we were hanging out a little bit right we were hanging out um stop by to get a beer on the way out yeah we we uh met this really cool well you met this really the bartender who was gonna open the you, you met him too well after yeah i did meet him after he was really cool he's gonna open up the bar or the wise guys out here in las vegas yeah, you guys ex Vegas and he was really cool yeah like I, I just got the beer and then after uh, showing my ID um, he he said as I was walking away he's like hey do you still live in Vegas or or, or uh, is this an old ID or something I'm like no no yeah we still we came out from Vegas and then we start talking and everything and yeah he's pretty cool yeah, I'm excited they're going to open one in, in Reno. I mean, Reno. I keep, kept saying Reno. Las Vegas. I know. Or they're going to open one in, in Las Vegas. Um, so after the show, we were, we were hanging out outside. Some pretty cool swings. With lights. With lights. Swings. Yeah, it reminded me of like these swings. They would be like an EDC. Lights at, <laughs> at the bottom of where you put your butt on. Yeah. And swinging i'm having a merry go time and it's pretty late at this point it was a 10 o'clock what nine o'clock 9 30 show so it was what closer to 11 30 midnight yeah. at this point and the crazies come out at night oh yeah more, right? more homeless people were right? starting to show up which is really crazy because there was also like really young girls you can tell they're teenagers on those scooters. Oh yeah, that's that's an interesting. You Close say to that. midnight. Yeah, just riding in their in their scooters. Yeah, while there's homeless people walking around. Yeah, the city, like yeah, those city scooters. Yeah, just yeah. going about downtown just by themselves. And this homeless guy approaches Freddie and I. I don't even know what the heck he said. But then, at one point. He says, oh. I, I told him, I said, uh, keep walking, dude. Yeah, well, then he, okay, you said, okay, you say that. And then he's like, oh, wait, where, where should I go? Yeah, he's like, well, I don't know where to go. I just got out of the hospital. <laughs> and then you're like. I, was like I just pointed to, like, a direction. I'm like, how about that way? <laughs> and he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He disagreed with you. Yeah. Like, he didn't listen to me when I said, just keep walking, dude. He's like, oh, okay. And then he walked away. I'm like, damn, that's pretty solid, Lizzie. Good job. That was smooth. Yeah. You just dismissed him. I tried to dismiss him with being tough. And you did it with uh, just being smart. Yeah. And the few words as possible with them. Yeah. Is 
but I was just thought it was funny how he he agreed with me. He just like what or like, okay. f you or like no, I'm gonna go over here. Uh, he's like okay. Well, I don't know where to go. How about that way? How about that way? <laughs> I'll tell you where to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, room my night. I, I will guide you so you can get out of my face. Because we're already kind of you know we're fed up with Fat Joe Ogerson and. Yeah, you know, we were. Yeah, we still had right. a good time, but it's like, bro, we're we're not trying to like we're, leave, leave us alone, dude. Really? Well, I just don't like how people or anybody, homeless or not, you we're just don't just, randomly approach people like just just like that, yeah. very abruptly, and just walk up to strangers and just interrupt them. Like if we were in the middle of a conversation, dude. Yeah. Like, what makes it okay for you to just interrupt? You ever had people like ask you for money while you're on the phone? Mm, I've yeah. had that happen where I'm on the phone walking, I'm like, and I tell them, like, hey man, I'm on the phone. Why, why are you asking me for like, I'm, why are you interrupting? I'm talking on the phone, dude. And, or like, they come up to my window, and then they they see I'm on the phone, and then they wait by the window. I'm like, no, I, I'm not telling you to wait. You need to keep going. Get away. Yeah, I think it's not cool. Game they do that. Off. Okay, let's change subjects. <laughs> let's talk about the crown burgers. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about let's crown talk burgers, about crown what we burgers. ate in Utah after. Maybe crown that could burgers. bring some happy feelings. A Salt Lake City staple. It is a local staple, a, a good spot, a burger joint mm -hmm. to but, go but check out. Pastrami burgers, what? Pastrami burgers, yes. They have an amazing fry sauce. Uh, which they charge you for. Which they charge you for. So have, have Make cash. Make sure you ask in advance. Ask in advance. Because yes. the guy said he was nice to us. He's like, just this time, I'll give you free fly sauce. These 50 cents is on me, but next time, I'm going to charge you. I wonder why people say that. Because it's like, you're not going to charge me next time if I ask. Like, how do you know it's going to be me? Like, yeah. it, it just just give it to me. Don't don't say, oh, this one time we're going to give to you. What, are you going to notate the yeah. account that you know like you know, i find yeah. that comment unnecessary when it's in the drive-thru like if it's in yeah. a i don't know i'm calling you in a 1-800 number where you can document that this is going to be a one time yeah. so that if i ask for it again you're going to notate my profile then you know it's me just this time yeah just this time i feel like it's a power move it is it is like why i say that like it's just them trying to tell you hey i have authority here yeah and i'm, I'm going to grant you this one wish just this time <laughs> You're gonna have a free ramekin of fry sauce. It's so funny, but I brought up crown burgers to make you happy, and then we're like, I'm getting pissed off again. Because yeah, because of that comment he said. <laughs> <laughs> so crown burgers was good. It was go, go check it out. There's just a lot of anger. A lot yeah. of anger. I'm lot letting anger. it out. But he was nice though, because he's like, hey, uh, can I give a treat to your dog? Because he oh, saw yeah, that was that nice. MJ's head was sticking out the window and he gave us a little treat. They have treats right there. Yeah, a little dog treats. The same treats we buy them at Walmart, the little jar ones. Yeah. So that was nice of him. Yeah, he made it up right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that burger was good, babe. It was, it was good. Good burger. I like that next day after the um, wise guys and checking Mark Norman because. <coughs> It was a day that we really didn't have like hard set plans of of what to do, and we really just took that day and said, "Hey, you know what? Let's just go with the flow, and uh, and see and it, see what happens." We've been on 
we've been on vacations, quote unquote vacations, where we have an itinerary. Itinerary. Uh, itinerary. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a vacation because we're, we're we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this. I like how we were just like going, just playing it by ear. We knew we were gonna eventually see my brother, you know. But we're like, let's just explore and play it by ear. What time are we leaving the house? Whenever we feel like it, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just it so all went with the flow. It did feel good not having all these plans, you know. Yeah, it did. It, it, it just meant it made it seem like everything uh, happened the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Happen, and uh, after that, we we just start driving after Crown Burger. We're gonna go to I think the Walmart, right? We're gonna go pick up some stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We were gonna go make a, a trip to buy some essentials so that we could have some snacks and make some food at our Airbnb. But we're like, let's just drive around first. We start exploring admiring the architecture downtown south lake city is beautiful it's so nice very modern huh very modern a lot of the and you could tell like they're rebuilding a lot of like well you could tell like there might have been old buildings old structures they probably tore them down and there's a lot of construction going on yeah like almost Big not towers. gentrified like gentrified. yeah a lot of gentrification and uh the hills. There's some hills where you just drive up very steep hills, kind of like Frisco. Oh, yeah. I didn't... That was new. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah. And you took... I think that's what drew us to take that road was because it was so steep. Yeah. And you're like, should we do it? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And yeah. then we go all the way to the top. And then we find out that we we came across uh, the Capitol building. Yeah. A beautiful... Huge. Huge, like, white... Yeah. gorgeous building with a statue and um, flags and stairways like reminds me of uh, from uh, Benjamin Button no 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 uh, what's that da -na -da 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 -da. oh the rocky da -na 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 -na. stairs in Philadelphia okay, yeah, so the stairs so yeah. we have big giant big stairs big giant stairs yeah such a nice place to take pictures good attraction good like tourist attraction a lot of people there yeah. Good thing you brought a tripod. We took some awesome pictures. Oh, yeah. With MJ. A little family photo session yeah, we yeah. had there. Yeah, that was cool. So that was super fun to run into that place and not be part of, like, you know, we weren't the planning itinerary it. for the day. Yeah, like, we that were, was, oh, let's go check the Capitol. No, we just ran into it. Like, ran oh. into it, yeah. And so that, so that was awesome, too. When we go into Walmart, then you found on the map, you're like, oh, look at this, uh amphibian place or I don't know what it's called uh, oh yeah where they have birds and all that stuff yeah it it's was like next to uh, this park yeah this beautiful park yeah like it's yeah it was like a little like a central park mini central park because it was huge yeah just so like in the big. middle of the city that's another thing about Utah they have a lot of parks like yeah. a lot a lot of parks beautiful parks so much green yeah and you tell me you want to get rollerblades. Oh, we saw so many people on rollerblades. All the, well, not all, but a lot of locals uh, rollerblade in the park. Yeah. I saw friends, families, single people just working out, doing their thing, rollerblading. Like a blast from the past. I haven't seen rollerblades in a long time. Yeah, I have. And <coughs> I used to uh, have this famous or known park in Reno, the marina. That would be one where I would see. Rollerblades of Virginia Lake. Yeah. 
but mostly I would see them in movies like when they you would show a clip from California and a beach or yeah. Miami and you would see these girls or Malibu, a couple Newport. Malibu there you go yeah Malibu uh, mm -hmm. with rollerblades but yeah you tell me when I get rollerblades and um, uh, overall I just think the nature the outdoor of Utah is just you know, either you step out and, and check it out in a park and take that all in, and, or you can go and check out the mountains. Yeah. So beautiful, or go on a hike. It, it just, I think almost everywhere you look out in Utah, it's just, it's just so, so, much so beautiful. So much green, so many trees. It reminds me a lot of Texas, too, in a way. Oh, yeah, you just say that. A lot of the green, a lot of the, you know, no wearing mask. <laughs> but, um, I, it made me want to buy a scooter, an electric scooter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because more than bikes that I saw here, huh? People were using yeah. the, those scooters, those public scooters. The bird scooters, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, they, they um, those uh, scooters, I didn't see them during the, a lot, oh, I did see them. Because they're everywhere here in the, where we want to go see the movie, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. They did, I think I did see some people bring them out all the way out there out there yeah yeah well i know their gps only allows them to go to certain perimeters uh yeah like in la like if you rent one in downtown la you can't take it all the way by like the comedy store you'll have to get one that's zoned so, so yeah there might be for that movie theater there might be a different zone because they're just popular everybody likes them everybody you know Ride them all over the place. It's the best way to travel if you're going to explore. I did it once in LA, and it's the funnest. But they're dangerous. And that's something that we did not plan to do, or exactly what theater to go. Should I say we yeah. for to watch Mortal Kombat? Like that was kind of on the on the fly too, because yeah. the theater that we that was right next to our Airbnb, they were closed. Yeah, and uh, closed. Yeah that's one of the things we we've done since the beginning of our marriage is we've always gone whenever we leave the city and go somewhere we always go watch a movie i know it's like you're in you're outside of like why not explore do whatever no it's just like there's something cool about just going to a new movie theater yeah like checking out the local movies like at a new place yeah yeah just at a, just a different venue yeah i don't know what it is it's it's one of our favorite things we talked about on the last swapcast one of our favorite things to do is go watch movies, go out and watch it, you know? And yeah, I guess that's one of the things we like to do when we go visit a new place, check out the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, and we did, we were able to check out one of their local theaters called Mega, Megaplex. It's one of their like big, like big chain yeah. uh, theaters out in Utah. We went big to a mall. IMOX. IMOX. IMAX theater. An IMAX theater, yeah, and we got to see the movie out there, got to um, taste their concessions, their food. No alcohol, by the way. No alcohol in the concessions there. Good no. Thing I brought alcohol. Yeah, so we didn't. Uh, what? What do we? What, you got a hot dog. I got some chicken fingers and fries. I should have known that there wasn't going to be alcohol. I mean, in Utah, even, right? Yeah, you can't even buy twisted tea. Oh. In the gas station. <laughs> Right? So, like, Bummer. Yeah, you I can't remember. buy liquor at a Walmart. 
You have to buy liquor at uh, a liquor store. Liquor state is a state liquor store. Oh wow! It's yeah. a, they actually say it's Utah State Liquor Store. It's so crazy. And they're not open on Sundays, by the way. Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Because the state law doesn't allow you to sell liquor on a Sunday. Now you could you could buy liquor like you could buy alcohol or shots at a bar, but you cannot buy a liquor bottle on a Sunday. So different, right? Like crazy. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. Um, so we snuck else? in. We snuck in our alcohol because oh, of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. We're watching the movie. We're watching the movie. Did you like the movie? I did. I did. Um, Somebody has no background. I mean, you, you never played the video I've, games. Well, the I played the video games. You did? Yes. Oh, I, huh? I know what's it about. What like a bad Christian. Well, it, you know, it wasn't like a crazy like game I had or my brother had. It was either we were at a friend's house, someone had it, I would play a few games, that's oh, it. Like okay. I wasn't really invested into it. Yeah. Or it would be maybe at, um, you know, Chuck E. Cheese or one of those places, Boomtown, where they had like a little uh, an arcade thing and you would play, play there. Yeah. But that's as far as I knew in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and now fast forward, you know, we... Yeah. I, I know about it maybe when your friends would come over with Tony I don't know you guys would play it sometimes and I would play yeah. a few games there and so that's my base I never saw the movies that for sure I never had seen any of the movies like what's what's funny is that this last Halloween you were uh, a Mortal Kombat character yeah because this makeup artist two years ago uh, was not Katana she was a uh, forget the other one Melina Melina yeah so her and her friend were Melina Katana and and, and, and the costume and like oh my god that looks so sick and then pandemic hit I'm like oh my god her Katana's uh, costume's gonna work because she needs she has a mask on yeah and then now next year they release a Mortal Kombat movie I'm like what so that made me get into it so much more because before when I was researching Katana, I was seeing clips, seeing what she was all about, studying like her moves, her fighting moves and all that. She's the one with the fans, right? Yeah, she has blades on her fans. And like, then the one in the movie was Melina with the daggers or whatever. I don't think she was Melina. So Katana and the other girl, they're not from the bad side. So Katana, no, whoever was the bad that you're thinking that had like the... Her her mouth like all cut open. That she, wasn't Melina. No, Melina oh. had some almost the same, cut, cut, like uh, almost style as Katana. It's only a different color and maybe the the style of her shirt or it's a little different. But as far as the storyline, they they might have switched it up because they did switch a lot of things from the original movie or you know the writing into the movie. So who knows? They might have made her a bad guy. Yeah. But well, overall, I think it was it, it was, was good, right? It was good. Yeah, it was a good movie. I thought it was cool. A lot of nostalgia. Uh, it brings back memories, so that's pretty cool. Wish I had a strawberry daiquiri with me. Aww. But um, it was cool. I mean, I, I think Kano, the guy that looked like McGregor, uh, he was funny. He he made the movie really yeah. funny. There was a lot of funny parts, a lot of pops. Uh, a lot of people like really burst it out in laughter when he said something so that is true that was one part i enjoyed throughout the movie was mm-hmm. hardcore fans and the, the guy right next to us too you could tell he was oh yeah this cholo guy a hardcore fan yeah he was sitting by himself 
old, uh, that's messed up, older, I'm 38, I was gonna say older 40-year-old, <laughs> but yeah, he's in his 40s, um, but he was like, you know, again, it's, it's something from your childhood, so he was like, man, he was like going, whenever a new character would pop out, you know, no spoilers, we're not gonna give spoilers on this, this is not a, uh, spoiler review, but he would just bust out and yell out stuff, like, you know, kind of like the fat Jay Okerson, except this guy was doing it out of joy, out of goodness, not evil, fucking self-centered motherfucker, you piece of shit. Yeah, he was doing it with the crowd, not... Yeah, yeah, he wasn't distracting, he wasn't, like, fucking, uh, screwing up the movie for everybody, pulling out his cell phone, no. He was just enjoying the movie and doing what a fan of the movie would do, especially when somebody gets their ass kicked or something, he would yell, like, yeah, but it wasn't just him, it was the whole audience, everybody was doing you know in unison yeah or in that famous part get over here oh yeah everybody loved Woo! that part oh. I even did it too I'm like yeah bet you a couple <laughs> guys creamed their pants on that one get over here yeah I didn't do it right <laughs> don't come after me <laughs> but that, that was a cool experience that was fun yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about Walmart too much, but let's do mention how it was so different. This Walmart had a parking structure, a parking garage. I've never seen that before. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, that where you different. park is in the... To get into the Walmart, you have to first park. Like, there's no option to park not in the parking structure. It's like, not like park. an open parking field, no. Yeah. It, you, that was so different. It was different. So, that was, that was a little different. Um, you know... There's, I don't know, maybe it was a part of town in Salt Lake City, but uh, there was some some weirdness going on in the uh, store. Like uh, we're in one aisle, and of course we walked in with our doggy MJ. We bought, you know, we we have his uh, his uh, service service dog. dog. We have his service dog uh, vest vest we got on Amazon, and nobody asks questions. Nobody really bugs you. You just walk around with your dog mind your own business and you do your thing people will stare and they'll say stuff like oh cute dog or their smile you ever notice like when they always smile at the dog but when you look at them you feel weird because they're not looking at you they're just staring at your dog smiling. <laughs> yeah like it's yeah it's just weird um but um this lady comes up to you and me and she's like excuse me can i ask you a question already um, there i'm like oh, oh. I'm when just, they say that, I, 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 that's an immediate, I already know, I already have prepared, like, I don't got time to conversate people. Yeah, we're in a rush. We we're are not in a place to, let's pause and let's have time for you. No. People are in and out. Okay? So, <laughs> I'm already getting mad too. Yeah, See, yeah. that's why some I, anger in this one too. There is some anger in this one, but yeah. you being so nice, like, kept talking to her and I'm like, you excuse me? You, you walked away I already had a plan. I was going to say something like, ma'am, I have a, a ride waiting for me. Well, let's tell them what, what the question was. <laughs> well, um, that, that's what happened. Okay, so when she said, I have a question, I said, excuse me? And she repeats herself, and then you interject. And I'm like, that's my cue to leave. And I'm yeah. like, bye! I, and I disappear. And then Freddie sticks with her, <laughs> stays with her. I knew what she was going to ask. Yeah, I kind of did. I'm like, no, I don't have no time for sometimes this. Sometimes people will ask you, is that a service dog? When he clearly has a service dog vest. Yeah. Yes, he has a service dog because he's serving my... Oh, did you see that animal? Yeah, I don't know what that was. It looked like a dinosaur. It's a little... A dinosaur? Like a little T-Rex or like... Uh, you think it was bra- a bird? It, oh, was a it looked like runner. it was like... It was 
walking on the ground. Yeah. It didn't look like it was flying. It didn't look like a, a rodent. And it didn't look like a coyote. It was smaller than a coyote. Yeah, it looked weird. Maybe a little cat? Bobcat? I don't know. That was strange. Anyway. I said dinosaur. Dinosaur, (laughs) Like the little ones, like from Land Before Time, like the little... Yeah, that's why, like a bird. Probably like a bird. Bird walks on their legs like a a little T-Rex. What's it called? Those Little raptor. Raptor. What if it was a chupacabra? Maybe. Oh, shit. We are by Area 51. Whoa. Um, hello. Oh, maybe it was, baby. Like a mutated or a little Mut- baby alien. Little <laughs> mutated. Mutated baby alien. <laughs> <coughs> um, so she says, excuse me, can I ask you a question? And that's where you just walk. <laughs> You're like, fuck this, oh I'm out. God. But people, like, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. People do, they have asked us before. Is that a service dog? That kind of shit like that. And, and I was already like, oh, shit, here we go. So she says, where can I get a dog like that? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, you know, like a service dog. And I'm like, oh, at the uh, at the shelter. Just, I don't even know if you can get one at a shelter. I just made it up. No, that's good. Like, so yeah. she could ask them. <laughs> I just told her, I said, yeah, you just go to the shelter and you say you want a service dog. I got him because of anxiety. You know, I get a lot of anxiety. She's like, yes, that's what I have. I have panic attacks. And all of my family has died. I have nobody to love. I need somebody to love. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, this lady's crazy. You know? She's all telling me, like, I don't know this lady. She's telling me, like, personal stuff. She has nobody to love. So my response immediately was, oh, these they're great to love. You could love these guys a lot. (laughs) You should get one. They're, They're awesome to love. She's like, you think so? Thank you. Thank you so much. That helps me a lot. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Bye, lady. See, you're nice. See, I I don't... See, I think I've been like that too much. And it's... You know, for example, that one lady at Walmart that was like a normal person first. And then all of a sudden started telling me about... She had a calling from God that to approach me to talk to me. Hold I'm on, like, what? Tell me, tell me the story again. That was the listeners could hear. I don't. I, I kind of don't remember, but I kind of do. Yeah, it was just one of those where they say hi. You were at a Walmart. How long ago? I don't know how long ago. This must have been definitely before the pandemic. Okay. So, yeah. But you know, she the, comes up to you at an aisle, random aisle. Yeah, like first saying hi, hello, hello, and you know, I'm like you're saying hi, hello, so trying to be nice, but then she goes into starting a conversation and instead of cutting it off which I do you know I, I entertain it and trying to be nice trying to make cut it cut it short what was she, what was she saying what was the conversation I don't really don't remember I don't know the details but okay. basically she made me feel uncomfortable I was trying to be nice trying to just answer her a question like the lady you know one question right And yeah. but then she's ask more and then it, it got to the point where it, it became something religious uh huh yeah, like trying to invite me to something. Like she had this calling. Like she's like, oh, I felt, I saw you, and something. T- God told me that I needed to approach you and, and oh. talk to you, and, and basically inviting me to go to her church. Oh no. Yeah, evangelize, evangelizing me. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, oh. I know about God. You know, I was like, I, I don't know what the hell I said, but I was trying I to tell her. I already lady. know about God. Yeah, like I have not, and I, and I just, I was stuck, and I'm like, I didn't know how to get out of it. And I'm like, this is not, this is the last yeah. time. Because how about if it was um, one of those people, like, where it's a girl, where they, 
and they, they're working with guys yeah. and they try to like pretend oh fireworks. fireworks yeah some fireworks just happened where they try to approach a, a girl that's by herself that's why I'm so eerie especially if, well yeah. you were there with me this time but that time I was by myself so I brought bad memories that's why you're like I'm not I'm traumatized I'm like no even though you were there I'm like oh no like I I, I just I don't blame you babe. yeah but regardless I'm, I'm glad you, you, you you know you were there you talked to her and you know you gave her made her feel good as far as I kind of lied to her yeah but you didn't but at least like I got her off my back yeah and I'm like she, she, I bet you she thought I was gonna be like oh you lost all your family what happened yeah I just totally dismissed it I'm like oh yeah no no these dogs they're great to love you will love them yeah you will love the fuck out of them <laughs> you're gonna be like man I'm glad my family died oh yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady, but she—you could tell, definitely tell. There's, there's definitely some uh, mental illness going on. You know, when you, when you have the, you know, when you talk to somebody, and you start telling them personal stuff like that. Like, you're not all there. You know. And people have gone through a lot this year. I get it. It's just, it was not the place and time. <laughs> yeah. Not the place and time. Yeah. Well, we're we're in Walmart mode. Our our mentality is like when you when we you and me hate going to Walmart. We literally I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we despise Walmart. If you the listeners, some of you might be like, I enjoy getting my own groceries. If I could avoid Walmart, I'll avoid it like the plague. If we could do like online pickup orders, that would be the best. Because there's nothing worse than Walmart people and just dealing with whatever could happen at Walmart. There's always been something weird going on, you know? So our mentality was like, when we're we're in Walmart, we want to get the fuck out of there. In and out. Yeah, we're not trying to talk about how to get a shelter dog or a service dog. We're not here to make friends. Yeah. Do you remember one time this one guy, I don't know if it was in Reno. Do you remember this guy, he, he commented on my hat I was wearing or something like that? <clears throat> something about the Raiders or and then he was like he used that as an icebreaker and then he started like it was almost like the same thing with that lady mm-hmm. were you there one time oh I don't remember no I'm not trying <clears throat> to remember no. I want to say it was at the Walmart at Spanish Springs and he was like talking and we were going back and forth and then he, I'm like what, where is this conversation going to right, do you just need somebody to talk to and I just had to like walk away yeah. I forgot how I ended it, but I, I was kind of a, a, a little bit rude. I'm like, okay, dude, enough with the small talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing we brought up the Walmart story. Yeah, we probably, probably made ourselves look, or make me feel like a biatch, but... No, while. no, but it's, it's good that we brought it up because we would have stopped the podcast and we'd be like, ah, shit, we forgot about the Walmart thing. Yeah, it's okay. It is what it is. It's how... I acted that day and I don't think you were rude you just kind of like you well, were you're ready to, for business you were there for business you're ready to go no I didn't get a chance to be rude because I all yeah. I said was excuse me yeah. and then, and then I you came over. and yeah. then I left <laughs> yeah. but what I was planning to say was not gonna be nice what were you gonna say well I was gonna tell her ma'am I'm sorry I don't have time to discuss this I have a ride outside and that's all I was gonna say like, yeah, I, that's nice. I, I, it's just, I don't have time. That's not rude. That's nice. Well, can you imagine if it was true to, like, if people, sometimes they do, they have 
Yeah. They got places to be, people to see. Yeah, I'm not here to be a fucking uh, social butterfly. Yeah. I'm an anti-social butterfly. <laughs> you you barked up the wrong tree. Go talk to my husband. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what um, else we got? Well, we talked. Um, um, wanted to say thank you to your friend. Well, on on Facebook, I think on Instagram, that recommended oh, that yeah. delicious breakfast spot that Ogie's that we tried in Utah uh, like before we joint. yeah before we went to Provo yeah. uh, Utah to see your brother the homie you don't know me homie on Instagram he said uh, out of his uh, his hometown the only thing he misses of Utah is uh, this restaurant <laughs> and he told me about the special burrito and it's amazing it's like this giant green green chili burrito with what did it have inside all you had to say was green chili I mean, all, I know, all right? he had to say and he didn't know was green chili and you would have sold us already there yeah i would have been like oh okay yeah we okay. love green chili over here yeah. um but this one was uh called the special burrito and it had hash browns ham um egg, egg uh cheese on top smothered in green chili i forget what else was in the burrito but mainly veggies, that like onions or something yeah some veggies but this, it was big so we got one burrito asked them to split it yeah. in half it was a perfect amount for both of us we both got full and they were really uh handful on the on that green chili it was really oh, yeah. good they, they, they hooked it up and they were nice they, they um you know, we, we didn't want to eat there. We, we wanted to just go go in the car and now we could go to my brother's house. Um, plus, we had MJ with us, so we're like, let's just go. And it was amazing. And it was Super a perfect good. perfect amount for both of us. I'm glad we shared it. You know, um, and also we found Little Mexico in Utah. That I was, was going to tell you that. I'm like, wouldn't, I was about to say, wouldn't you agree? With, it was like we found the yeah the hood or like the our our paisa our place yeah the paisa section because there was nothing but spanish businesses yeah i'm like oh this is the hood you're this the one that pointed place. it out you're like you can tell this is the because well not, not so much not the hood, hood but, but you know what i mean the hood like our, the, our is, neighborhood is what i meant to this say is where our people live because all the businesses are all latino yeah businesses. and then we saw the swap meet i'm oh, like oh yeah <laughs> I, I saw a couple raider hats i'm like fuck yeah we home. <laughs> I, I felt right at home. Yeah. So we went to uh, Provo after that, which is really close to where you know Salt Lake. Yeah, it's just like forty-five minutes down. Yeah, Provo is also beautiful, and uh, which is uh, a college town. Oh yeah, college town. Yeah, it's very nice. It's by uh, Utah Lake. So my brother took us over to Utah Lake. We got to see my brother's wife, the kids. You know they've been together for a long time and my brother and his his wife um it, it, it's so cool the way they met like my brother had his kids and she kind of like the Brady Bunch she had her kids already and then they had kids together also yeah she's Tongan my brother's Mexican and now you have a beautiful biracial family it's so awesome beautiful but beautiful family the kids yeah. uh are out well all teen teenagers now and yeah. we got to celebrate your niece's uh birthday uh turning 17 years shout, old shout, shout out, out to juanita, juanita happy 17. birthday Nita. happy birthday 
posting that to her all the time. So that was fun hanging out with her. We and got her some gifts. That was cool. Yeah, we got her some gifts. And to watch the UFC together with your family, like that was super fun. Yeah. They were all into it Kalani, too. little Hugo, Fina. And then my, my, my other nephew I had not seen like it, I think in like 12 years. New text message from. I think like in 12, 12 years, um, Leka. You know, he, we haven't seen him, Jesus, I think since they lived in Reno, babe. Oh my gosh, so long. He's all grown up. He's always been a buff kid. He played football. So that was good to see Leka. And we got to watch the UFC. We introduced him to the UFC. Uh, your, you had, your task was to get the food. Oh you, my God, what a task. You ordered DoorDash from two different restaurants. For, yeah, finding was, pizza, food from a place, city, don't live in is very frustrating and then you were having your own stressor because you were trying to get the uh, UFC, the UFC on the app. Fight. yeah their LGTV doesn't support the app I'm like oh my god we're not gonna be able to watch the fight I gotta see Masvidal Usman and Valentino versus the other girl I'm like Jesus I I was freaking out I, I didn't know I was like are, are we just gonna watch it on my phone <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I, I finally I grabbed my laptop, plugged it in with HDMI. I tethered from my phone, internet, and, and then you, um, you figured out to get wings and good pizza from two different restaurants. Yeah. Did you do it all on DoorDash? Um, I did DoorDash with the wings and the pizza I ordered directly from the, the restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, Fina, uh, your brother's wife, recommended the the wing place. So that wingers, the, wingers, yeah. That so was pretty good, pretty good. It was just such a great time to spend together, watch UFC, and they were going for all the people that we oh, were yeah. going for, and we were, we were like explaining. It was so cool explaining to them, you know, like. Uh, this person did this and this person used to be the champion this person fought that person if I feel like little kids explaining to their parents like when they're gonna go watch a movie and their characters and everything you know like yeah and and for them to watch if that was their first time like watching a full fight uh, they, they <laughs> saw some good fights oh. for their first time I'm like if that was the first time I had seen UFC I would be a fan right already from there I mean, three championships on the card. Oh, man. And those fights yeah. were so good. Oh, and let me back up real quick before we get into the fights. But the delivery guy for the pizza. Oh. I had a $20 bill. And uh, we asked him, you know, because we like to tip. We like to take care of the people. And, and I know how it is. I come from that world. That's why I'm picky with food service, you know. So, I, But I always like to reward and tip people. But, like... So you asked the guy if he had change for a, a 20, we we're going to give him either a 10 or a 5. And I hope he learned this lesson, but he's like, no, I don't carry any change. Well, motherfucker, you probably should. They should carry change. Knowing that if you're not going to, um, if they already took care of the payment over the phone and you're going to now, you know, cash, like carry some cash with you so they could tip you. Yeah, man. Hustle, dude. Hustle. Yeah. Make that money, bro. Like, you got to make that money. Like, people at DoorDash, you also got to make that money. You got to fucking start bringing the sauces, bringing the condiments, because that's what's going to get you good tips. 
pizza guys, you have one job. Deliver the pizza with peppers and Parmesan cheese packets. That's it. And I'll, the sauces we order. Yeah, you know, like deliver the stuff we ask for. And, and, and then you get rewarded for it because you're using your own car. I know the company is paying you an hourly wage and gas money or whatever, but man, I really hope this guy learned his lesson because he could have got a nice tip from us and no change, dude. I, I felt bad because we didn't have change, but I'm like, no, no, no. He should have had change. That's yeah. his, his bad. We were able to give him something. I forget, like three bucks or four bucks, I forget, but yeah, it was not what it? we. Yeah, he oh, took it. Cool. I'm like, hey, this is what we could, we were able to get. He's like, oh, thank you. No, it's okay. Because even was okay. Like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I was like, no, let me like try to find something though without your change. And so. yeah, and I get it. No one carries cash anymore. But if you're in that business, you should. You probably should care a little bit. Yeah. Because he said something like, usually they leave that uh, over the phone. Well, I, 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 who, who tips before their service is done? You know, I don't like doing that. Right. You don't tip up front. Usually yeah. You tip after your service is complete. But well, um, the pizza and the wings were good. Which, they're great. Which was. What was the pizza place? Papa Daddy's or. Uh, Fat Daddy's. Fat Daddy's Pizza. It was really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, so the kids are eating, the family's eating, we're watching some UFC, the fights are great. Right off the beginning, the first fight, Weidman versus Ooh, Uriah Hall. Oh my god. Ten I seconds into it. Jesus it. Christ. Weidman throws a kick, breaks his leg. Oh my god. The same way. The exact same way, which is like so still very trippy. That so trippy. The way exactly what happened last night to him, or in this UFC fight, that's what his opponent did to him. Like, his opponent went out the same way he went out. Silva. Silva. Anderson the Silva. Kick, the, 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 the way he kicked, yeah. the, the way the leg bent, the, oh. it was just the exact same way. I'm like, yeah. what? Is, what? Yeah. That is so weird. And. and I, we were watching after that obviously we had to go back and watch the Silva fight <laughs> the way he ran around celebrating after he beat Silva and Silva's on the ground fucking in pain that makes you wonder like Jesus Christ is karma real is this like I know it was an accident that Silva kicked him and he checked it with his knee and then Silva's leg got fucking broken and but the way Chris Weidman celebrated his defeat over Silva, just running around around the octagon. Oh yeah. While Silva's in pain. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it makes you wonder, like, was this some kind of karma shit? Like, this is some weird universe shit. The same guy that broke Silva's foot, now he breaks his foot. And 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 Uriah Hall wasn't even. Oh, checked. he didn't celebrate. You notice what he did? But he wasn't even blocking it though. He just actually kicked his leg and broke it on his leg. He wasn't attempting to block it. No, no, he was just standing there. So, yeah, yeah. The, what did Uriah Hall did? He didn't do what Weidman did. He didn't go around celebrating. Yeah, he didn't celebrate. He was worried. He was like, no. He was, he was shock. like, Yeah, he was. He, he was, was not happy about the win. He was not. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was not happy. But at the end of the interview, I mean, he got down on his knees. He was praying. He was like, yeah. he was in shock. He, he was, he was really like, man, this is not cool, man. Like. What a different, what a different type of behavior, reaction. Yeah. reaction. 
and not not saying good for Weidman for that happening to him. I mean, that sucks. That's horrible. No, but that, 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 but what a difference! What a difference in Look reaction and man. Still, it's just the coincidence of it all. Yeah. For for him to for that to happen Look in the way that it happened. In, in uh, Uriah Hall on his speech with Rogan, he said. Um, on his post interview, he said, "You know what a what what a crazy story. He was the first pro fight I ever had. I lost to him. We both end up fighting Anderson Silva later on in our careers. We both beat Anderson Silva. Yeah. And then now we fight each other, and this happens. He's like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what's another crazy thing? We're in Vegas. We just arrived. The Correas are in Las Vegas. Look at the beautiful city." Viva Las Vegas. Viva. Viva Las Vegas. Oh man, it just feels good. Viva. Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Look at it. I can see the stratosphere. I can see this new casino, the Circa. You see the big old screen? Oh no, is, the, is that the resort world? Oh yeah, that's resort world because they have a big screen like Circa. Oh yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, this is awesome. Right oh here. wow you could see that yeah um but yeah that was fun it was sad to see uh well okay let's speed up the fights we got to see a good fight with valentina versus the andrade chick that was awesome valentina dominated she did great um was that oh no i was just saying we good on our oh uh on see. our points here uh okay okay uh what was the other fight uh, Valentina. Oh, and um, the um, oh Rose versus Rose. Uh, the champion. Yes. From, from China, that was a great fight. Amazing fight. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, it was just sad to see uh, Jorge Masvidal lose to Usman. Ooh, but what? Yeah, but what a good fight! Finally, it wasn't a boring fight. I'm glad that Usman won by knockout. It wasn't boring like last time. He did his job. He did what he was there to do. I think he did take him down one time, and, and Masvidal survived it. He got up. He was. He did prepare for it for the wrestling. That was amazing the way Masvidal was fighting on the ground with elbows, and he got out of the fucking ground game and got back up on their feet. But then it got to the point where, like you said, he got too cocky, right? Yeah, I don't know if you, if any listeners saw the fight, but there is a part that I noticed that Masvidal puts um, his hands down, no protection on his face after I think he got hit. Um, he's, ta- he's taunting, and he's taunting like, "Oh, like that didn't do nothing," or si- or saying like, "Come, come after me." Yeah. Well, what happens after that? Usman came after. He comes after, and yeah, yep. He put his hands down and put his hands down. Don't ever put your hands down. I mean, I know he was blocking a jab, but like, man, this whole taunting thing, get away from that shit, man. That, that's how Silva got knocked out the first time he fought Weidman uh, before he broke his foot. He was taunting him. He was like dodging the punches like he usually did. Next thing you know, Weidman fucking knocked him out. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. It was sad. So shout out to uh, Usman, great win. Jorge Masvidal for bringing it. That was still great. Yeah. It's always going to be a legend. Uh, I don't know what's next for Masvidal. We'll see. Hopefully, Nate Diaz, another rematch on that. That'll be exciting. But uh, Usman, he, he brought it, man. I think there's going to be a Kobe versus Usman next. Who knows? But uh, 
what else we got, baby? That's it. That's it. That's, that's all we got. That's, that's all we got. Well, after we just we had that photo session with your family, uh, the right oh, when yeah, we came some good photos with your new camera. That oh, Lizzie is getting. Yeah. Oh, she has, or not yet, but she is switching from iPhone and yeah. joining the Android family. I can't believe I just said that. It's too crazy. Mm-hmm. Too crazy. Yeah. I'm getting too excited over here. I have them hogging the mic again. Yeah, it's gonna sound like. Sorry, sorry, guys. I'm I'm just too excited. So uh, I uh, <laughs> apologize to your ears there. The speakers um, are blown up. Sorry. But I'm a little, as you can see, a little excited that That's good, baby. I'm, I'm getting a phone. Came to the dark side. Well, you know the dark side. They used to call the the Apple, um, the dark side when you come to Apple. You know, but uh, I think you're gonna be better off. I think we live in a new world where Apple products have not really been. Uh, as innovative as they, they used, used to, be. to yeah they used to be the ones um, that every competitor yeah. they would come out with a new feature first and then the other competitors would be like oh yeah let's now let's add it in you. there so that's what I love the iPhone because I'm like I don't want to be the second train like I want to be the first one who gets it yeah. the also the other programs apps worked better mm -hmm. I found with iPhone but now fast forward time it seems now like you said the competitors now are now coming out with new features yeah. and now iPhone is copying them um, still iPhones coming out with features too that Android copies mm -hmm. but I feel now it's not not just iPhone first it's both and man the features you have on your you fell in love with my camera. I fell in love with it. I think that's what I always fall in love with. We went to phones. our buddy, <laughs> yeah, our buddy Jay Rivera's wedding and taking amazing video. The portrait video uh, feature is amazing. Yeah. It makes everything in the back blurry. If you watch UFC, whenever a fighter's walking out of the ring, they do that portrait style mm -hmm. where, where the back, everybody in the back is blurry and uh, the main focus is super sharp, clear. That's what this phone could do. So it's it, it, it does a lot of other features. My buddy Scott Cunningham, we were sharing moon pictures. We were taking pictures of the moon. Oh wow. It gets yeah. so clear and up close. That's pretty badass. So Yeah, I'm glad you're gonna get a new phone, babe. It's Ugh. been it's been it's that time to finally get a new phone. And uh, one of our models here at the on the podcast, we don't I've been preaching so much about not getting stuff on credit. We're gonna get get it, but it's also because you have the money to back it up. Yeah, that's true. So you got some money stored up, some I, money saved, yeah. and you're gonna be able to take care of it without doing the stupid payment plan. That's the shitty part. That's how they get you when you start, you know, making payments and this and that. It's like, nah. No. If you don't have the money for it, pass on it until you do. Otherwise, yeah. you're always gonna be stuck on being uh, in debt. Yeah, and that's what I can always. Um, well, one piece of advice I can give to people, and maybe it's just not getting the latest phone every single year because you are basically trapping yourself to yeah. a, ne a never ending paying off. Yeah. Uh, you're always going to be in debt to the, you know, the, the merchant of your phone and yeah. that's what they want just like a, like a credit card right they want you to pay the minimum balance so that they can have you for years and years and years and if you keep trading off your phone never paying it off you're never 
and you're never and if people are okay with that that's okay but I got to a point where I'm like I'm tired of of always owing somebody or them money on my bill other than paying like my my coverages like my data plan yeah and I didn't feel like I needed the latest <coughs> the, you waited the a latest while. phone you waited um, a while and these phones are a lot of them are future proof they last a while so yeah I think I'm gonna have this for a while and if if you know. And it's it's almost exciting and scary at the same time because I I am gonna have to get acclimated and you know just used to a different system. Yeah. Because it is different from iPhone, but uh, it's not well, gonna it's be gonna hard. Have, they copy each other a lot nowadays. But one of the cool things is that they they brought they brought back the fingerprint. Mm. Unlike iPhone, iPhone got rid of it. They just do strictly uh, facial recognition, which is dumb because. Now with everybody wearing masks, you have to pull down your mask, don't you? Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. or put in a code, but yeah, this one you put your your fingerprint fingerprint right on the screen. It's pretty cool. You're yeah. gonna love it. Exciting I think times the, the, coming. The S- Galaxy S21 Ultra. Ultra. It's amazing, amazing phone. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, and uh, I think you'll be able to start doing more of your makeup videos with that. Oh the, yes. The front camera is really, really sharp. Get ready. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yep. Well, All thank right, you guys well. for hearing our Utah trip. Is this a swap cast? Let's do a swap cast. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, why not? Boom, another swap cast. Bam. For your ass. For your ass. I can't wait to squeeze my Chico. Oh, little Chico Sneeko. Chico's been... Um, in Vegas, uh, Uncle Ian yeah. has been watching him and yeah. Auntie Bree. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we and miss him so much. Shout out to Ian. That's yeah. My brother right there. Thank you, Ian, for watching our, our baby boy. Yeah. And Always taking care of him. They love him. They love him, and yeah. we love you guys for. Thank you, Bree. Um, yes, Bree. And thank you, everyone, for downloading this episode and for the support always for the feedback you guys provide when we are on together we love doing them we'll do we'll, we'll do more i'm gonna uh gonna steal freddie and force him to do podcasts with me <laughs> well, I, I love using you to be on my podcast because i get a lot of your podcast yes i did say using you podcast i'm just kidding well you know it's kind of like you know how parents use their kids to get likes on instagram yeah i use you to get downloads on my podcast <laughs> use me all you want baby because i use consider you, yourself you used, used. okay all right well uh everybody subscribe to anti-social butterfly and thanks for the invite podcast uh please always uh make sure you tell other people about the podcast keep sharing it keep telling your friends and we are out.